0: Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I oh, reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports bets bet with mates. It's group betting
1: without all the BS. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. 1800 858
2: 858. It's great to have you with us this Friday afternoon. Uh, we just need to lighten it up a bit this week <laughs> and uh, after the week that we've been, and uh, we'll continue to do that throughout the afternoon. Mm. Uh, a huge carnival, of course, gets underway tomorrow. Derby day, huge days racing. Uh, group racing all over the place at Flemington. We've all got an eye to the sky at the moment to see just exactly what m- more the, the weather gods are going to do to us and what it's going to do to the track, man who's more invested in it than you and I, Keefy. He yep. is the superstar upstairs. Essie and track will be out there tomorrow as part of the All-Star team bringing us all the action. You won't miss a beat here. Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Gareth Hall's the man we're talking about and he's been good enough to join us. Good to see you, mate. Hello, Andy Gazy. Yes, he's a big fan of this show. <laughs> Privileged been, to be on.
1: You're the other one. He's been deck. a
2: big week for the lads, however.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, lad, lad, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm in there with him. Yeah. I'm with him every uh, step of the way. But I've just been on your flank this week. You've been out the front, like the big ice break Not by it's been choice. Inspiring, Gaze. It you know, has know, been inspiring,
0: Sometimes you have an opinion, and you don't right. necessarily. I don't have To be right, but you've been interesting, right? (laughs) I I think you've been well.
2: There you go. We not have to agree. me just go on, there. Well, uh... well, Gareth's actually spent a bit of time in WA Mm. in his uh in his story media career.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) let's not go there. Let's not let's have a check and tell about the race issue. Hey, huge news today. I mean, it's devastating for. Um, everybody involved in Loft. When did you find out and, and what's the story behind the horse's um, withdrawal from the cup?
0: So Johnny O'Neill joins us on Giddy Up every Monday with Wayne Hawks for the means test. We've been with Jared the last couple of Mondays. And Johnny loves his racing and he teams up with Aussie Care and um, they invest a lot in the sport. Hmm. And they've had so much success in this game. But, jeez, they've had a tough, tough run. And they purchased this horse and we were with them on Tuesday morning. In fact, Giddy Up and SEM were were sitting right next to or standing next to Ozzy and and Johnny O'Neill as Loft galloped down and thundered down the Flemington Strait. And he worked like a Melbourne (sighs) Cup champ. And James McDonald came back and he had a big smile on his face and they were over the moon. He was a German galloper and the strapper. who didn't speak any English. She was happy. Mm. Um, The trainer was happy. And they were set to try and live their dream and win a Melbourne cup on Tuesday with this horse that they purchased. Um, and then today they got him out of his box. They trotted him around and he sort of done an ankle. Basically he sprained his ankle. Right. Um, so he can't compete in the Melbourne cup. So they're heartbroken. Johnny O'Neill told me Ozzie Kerr, who's been in the game for a long time. And, um, he was, he was in tears when he yeah, broke the news. Yeah, yeah. And, and they've got a lot of money and, Um, they've got a lot of skin in the game, but it's not just what the owners love these horses and it's the strappers Mm. and the trainers that have come out from Germany to try and win this race. And it's a dream of theirs to to win a Melbourne cup. And it's, um, it's devastating. How
1: serious is the, is the injury? Mm. Like they don't
0: know yet. They don't know yet, Gazy, but. Their, their dreams are being dashed to win this year's Melbourne Cup. Mm. And for horses, it's probably you'll be out for six or seven months to fix the problem. Mm. Um, and it's hard to get those starters back. It's like doing your knee or you need an mm. ankle reconstruction. Oh, really? So, mm. um, yeah, it's disappointing because it takes a lot away from the race because many people thought that it was a two-horse race, Deauville Legend and Loft, mm-hmm. and now Loft is out.
2: Gareth, all in the studio. Thanks to you Range at Macca's. Can you handle that? I mean, so they have got plenty. And yep. they will continue to invest, and they'll continue to bring yep. incredibly high quality stock to the races, and they'll win a lot of races. Those two fellas and their and their connections. Yep. But you mentioned they've had some bad luck off air before we came on, and just because you've got a, a lot of dough and you do mm. dive deep into this game it doesn't mean you're immune okay. from bad luck. And they've had they've had some they've had an all star stable of horses fall over recently, haven't they?
0: Yeah, they might invest a lot, but there's a lot of people in this game that have had a lot of money and haven't had the success this group of Mm. owners have had. Mm. They're very smart at what they do. They've delegated beautifully. They've got a lot of good people around them that identify these horses. So in the last, say, 12 months, they've lost Incentivise, who was dominant Mm. in a Caulfield Cup, third in a Melbourne Cup last year. He broke down. He'll be right. He'll be back next door for Peter Moody. Spanish Mission mission was on track to run in the Melbourne Cup and he didn't come out. And Peter Moody, I, I was privileged enough to hear his voice message telling the owners that he broke down at the start of the spring and he was nearly in tears. Yeah, to right, yeah. um So he's out for a year or so. They had a who was the derby winner of last year. Dominant. Won yeah. an Australian Guineas first up breakdown. So he oh won't cry. come back to the autumn. And then Loft goes down today. So... Um, and Dragon A was their Cox Plate champ that Sally went and missed. So mm. they have had – they would have had – so if they, all those horses stood up, mm. they would have had four or five horses in, um, in the Melbourne Cup Jeez. and all with big mm. chances. Yeah. Yep. So it's like losing Andrew Gaze, Lenar Copeland <laughs> – Oh, Ray Ray Gordon. Ray, yeah, Ray Gordon. The same season. Mark, what would Lindsay Key. do? Yeah,
1: pack so, it up, pack it yeah. in. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. she's all over. Yeah, right. hey, uh, but just on that because what what also happens is that the leading jockey James McDonald now he's yep. do, he, he he's doesn't have a ride. Yeah. Does that then make it a difficult decision for some of the other owners with the other horses that they go? Hang on, oh, I like my guy or my my jockey. Whatever it doesn't have to be a guy. I like my jockey. jockey. Yeah. Uh, does, do, would it be too difficult to then just go, well, hang on, if if James is available to get him...
0: <laughs> That's a great question, Guesty.
1: I'm their
0: Guesty guys. Thank because you. Because <laughs> I had a chat to Guesty, Mark Guesty, <laughs> manager. Yep. So poor old Macca. Cox Plate Day, he's our champion rider. Mm. Last year, he rides Zaki, the $2.10 favourite, scratched on race day morning with the temperature. Yep. Last yep. year, he lost his Melbourne Cup ride late. Geez, you've got some and hard then luck stories he... today. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, this is a good story. Right. So, he lost his race late. He lost his ride late last year in the Melbourne Cup, but it was mm. only about a week before the Cup. And then, very elegant, he picked that up that ride late. Yep. But, see, I don't know. It won't happen, but it could. So, you might have connections, all right? And they've got. I won't mention it. No, don't John yeah, he's, he's someone yeah. else. Yeah. So they might think, Mac is available. Mm-hmm. And they might have another, Andy miles riding their horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. might go, how are we going to get around this? So we're in Andy Ma. Andy, Mac is available. Mm. So let's do a deal. If he wins the cup, we'll give you 2.5% of what you would have no won. Way. So Absolutely. they don't have to get off the ride. Right. No. No. Um, but I guess I don't That I don't know if you can do that. But I, I think maybe that could be a conversation some might have. Mm. says so, He's the world's best jockey. Yeah. That's right. And he hasn't got a ride in you, the biggest race. Yeah. And you would want him if he yeah. was available. And he would have knocked back rides.
2: What do you have would you have had to have some connection with the animal beforehand though? Just to know the feel of the uh, horse or no, you just yeah. put him on cold yeah. and expect him to do the job.
0: Yeah. Let him go. Wow! Yeah,
2: is he going to be that good? I don't know who it was this week. It might have been yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were, <laughs> was you saying he's going to be the best? No, was. I it was you saying he's going to be the best of all time. I think he is. Yeah, last it year, was you, wasn't it? Last yes. year,
0: J Mack rode ten winners during the Cup Carnival, mm. so that was a record. He defeated Brett Preble. He rode four Group Ones last season. Uh last last year in the Cup Carnival. If he rides three Group Ones, he um, this 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 Carnival he replaces. George Moore is the most successful jockey in a spring. Um, so he's just rewriting the record books every year. He missed a year and a bit because he got suspended. Um, and he's had 72 group one winners now. He's Mm. 30. So he's winning on average 10 or 15 group ones a year. Um, or 10 group, around 10 group ones every 18 months. So he's, if he stays fit and healthy, he'll surpass, I think, Damien Oliver is the greatest. Well, he, he,
2: hang on. Hang Damien, right. Oliver also, yeah. Damien Oliver also. Damien Oliver. Just before you get away yeah. from, oh, da- from James, can I ask one more yes. about James? Of course. I think it might have been Maca, Bruce McEvaney wrapping up from Cox Plate Day. I think he said there'd been 19 group ones contested this yep. spring and McDonald's ridden seven yep. winners in the 19. Is that right?
0: Yep. Yep. I think George Moore rode 10 back in I had in my notes nineteen fifties, but he rode Talic to five victories that that season. Yeah, um, that spring. So any spin on Animo that's won four Group Ones. So this. So tomorrow, Macca, J- James McDonald rides sharp and smart for Graham Rogerson, the favourite in the yep. Derby. the yep. Creek, who's a superstar Kiwi, who's all of the rage in the Group One Empire Rose, and in secret. Um, for James Cummings, Godolphin huh. in the Coolmore. Now, she probably doesn't like the rain too much, but he could have another big day at the office. Um, and then on the final day of the carnival, which will be the best day of the carnival, is the Champion Stakes Day. Animo will go around, he'll huh. ride that Galloper. I think he's booked for Cascadian in the Champion Sprint, that'll be awfully hard to beat. And then the Champ Nature Strip arrives in town for the Champion huh. Sprint. So he could win another three. green sure wins. That's
2: unbelievable, he's, isn't
0: it? He's just got
1: that aura about him where he's just three lengths better than yeah. his rivals. Yeah. Why though? What's is there something technique? What, 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 is there an explanation you for it know, other than just best, feel? Or? Best well, you horse. can't. You just, best horse. Oh, on, of course, you yeah. need the best horse. He's there. like Verstappen in a way yeah. that, that.
0: Verstappen, I think. I think if you ask people in the I'm no Formula One expert, but I've been watching the series mm-hmm. on Netflix. I love it, it. I think through. he's the craziest. Um, most skillful driver, driver yeah. in F1, and he drives the, the the Red Bull. But Macca, he's driving the V8s, but he's still winning on horses that you watch that race and you think, oh, only Macca could have won yeah, on that yeah. horse. And he still makes the right decisions at the right moments, and he puts Adamo in the best spot. Well, mm. he got it over the line
2: yeah. in the Caulfield Stakes. Yeah. I think we all thought it was gone with about 350 yeah. to go in that race, and somehow he managed to get the horse to, I don't know, whether it knuckled back down or yeah. got it to head back in the game or – got it back on the right leg or whatever he did at Caulfield that day and the horse did the rest.
0: It's like watching Jordan or um, it's like watching Dustin Martin when uh, he was flying. It's Martin. like you watch them and they seem to be two steps ahead yeah. of the opposition. Uh, yeah. And like from a wide gate, Mac has got this ability to push the button and instead of being three wide, he finds a gap. Uh, or in a horse and people don't see this – like Animo and the Might and Power, wobbling around that turn, Maka says, come on, boy, settles him down, remains balanced, doesn't panic, straightens him up, and away they go. Uh. Rather, jockeys might be all over the place. Mm. Um, so he's just got that ability that you can't really teach. He's mm. being gift free. Yeah. And, and, yeah, well, yeah. Yep. and he's Sorry. got a competitive of course. edge to him that he hates getting yeah. big. And you can't teach that. Off.
1: No, no, and and you can't win without. No. I don't think you'd have that type of uh, reputation yeah. and, and results without it. D. Oliver. The other one was it. was Damien Oliver. Now that's because as as someone who's not right into it, like uh, Andy, as much as and yourself, it's it, I, I've sort of followed the jockeys and you know haven't spent done a little bit with Damien. Oliver. He doesn't have a ride either. No. Now.
0: So yeah, he lost his ride with Durston was a Caulfield mm. Cup champion. He didn't pass the vet test. Now that's a little bit controversial and it's hard to explain, but. Um, Yeah, so Ollie hasn't got a ride. But this time last year was my favourite derby day Mm. because Oliver went head-to-head with McDonald. It was the older than you. Ollie had three winners, including two Group Ones, and Superstorm burst through the centre and nailed him with Cascadian. And before that, Ollie produced the ride of the carnival with Colette Mm. to win the Empire Rose, and he was last, and he just weaved his way through like only Ollie could on, on the big stage. So... They went head, for head, head to head that, that, that day. And then I think Mac had got, uh, got him right on the line on that Saturday when he rode those couple of Group 1 winners with Saki and Nature's Trip and rode the 10 winners and the four Group 1s. So he just pipped Ollie for mm. the most Group 1s that week. But um, both champions and both great to watch on the yeah. big stage.
2: Bit of news has just come through, uh, which you'll be able to put into more context than us. Macram is unable to take his place in tomorrow's race or the Melbourne Cup due to an abnormality on a CT scan. Mm. Connections are incredibly disappointed, Mm. but we respect and abide by the RV protocols. uh, And at Lindsay Park, horse welfare always comes first. So that news has just dropped.
0: This is hard. like It's a really tough situation the VRC and Racing Victoria are in at the moment because Macron would be starting in every other race because he wouldn't have to have gone through the tests that they have to do right. to okay. get into the Melbourne Cup. Is so, that right? Yeah. So he's competed last week. He competed in the Geelong Cup last week and he was really good before that at Caulfield. Um, and he's been running some terrific races. So there's been horses like Don DeVee, Durston, and now Macrum. So that's big news because he was basically nearly into the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, right. Um, so they, they have these more, uh, these scans that can tell you a lot more and – like, for instance, the Durstons, that's the example. Um, the Caulfield Cup champ worked really strongly Tuesday morning. Chris Swaller's vet trotted him up and he's ready to go. You've never had him better, Chris. He's mm-hmm. jumping out of his skin. And then there's that scan. The scan has a gray area on his hind, uh, uh, his hind leg and it comes up at like a little gray spot. So the vet, Grace Forbes, has a tough decision to try and identify what that is. And it could be nothing. Like it could be, wow. that it could have had it all of its career. Yeah, but Grace has picked it up, and she goes, mm. "I don't know what it is. It maybe shouldn't be there, but it could have been like a. It's it had it throughout its career, mm. and it, it. We just don't know what. It, there's not. Oh, there's no scientific Jesus. evidence to tell what that grey area is. And she goes, "I can't take that risk.
2: And they don't have time to. They don't have time yeah, right. to do
0: all the the, the tests. Oh mate. So. She's in a tough, tough spot, and that's why they always say we respect the decision because it's the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the race's sake and for the sport's sake, they can't afford to have what's happened in previous years with the fatalities. But I I think there's other people that it should never have got to this stage, um, but it is what it is at the moment. They have to deal with
2: it. Hey, that that question you asked, Hawley, before about – James McDonald now becoming available. Mm. You might want, I don't know whether you can hear Dave in Mount Waverly, You might want to put yep. your headset on because uh, he wants to make a point or ask a question about replacing jockeys in that sort of situation. Hey, David, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Um, yes, what you, you, you can't just have a, a bit of a guess about what, what you think you might pay. There are rules. If, if a jockey's been uh, shall we say, officially asked and he's accepted the, me, the amount, so, and that will be detailed with it by his manager, and then you come along at the last minute or so and say, no, 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 we want you replaced. Sorry, mate, but <laughs> J-Max is available or Damien Oliver is available. You are officially, you must pay the replaced jockey exactly the same as the, the jockey you've now got. So if the damn thing wins... It's nearly a quarter of a million for for the jock. Yeah. Have You've to got be, to pay a quarter of a million twice. Yeah. You'd have to probably – probably want to do a better deal than that if you're the jock. Yeah. Yeah. I want 10 or 15%. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. make a good point there. Yeah. So it's un-
1: clearly – So it's not going to happen. Probably unlikely. Well, the on-
0: it depends if the owners want to win a Melbourne Cup mm. and it doesn't really matter. They don't care about the money. They just want the trophy. Right. Um, they might try and do a deal, but it's highly, highly unlikely yeah. it'll happen. But it, yeah.
2: We're talking to Gareth Hall from McSpicy Range at Mackers. Have you got? A, do you have to get going now? Can you spare? No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm look, just checking perfect. the checking well, the news. Let, let's get a break out of the way. We'll come back and have a look more specifically at what's in front of us tomorrow with the conditions and and the meeting, which on paper, you know, is sensational. for Group Threes. Uh, Three group ones and two group two. So we'll dive into the card as best we possibly can and maybe get Hawley to give us his best two or three for the day. Gareth Hall joining us in the studio for the McSpicy Ranger Maccas. Keefy, we've just seen something in the ad break. We've seen Uh, a man. Go a, to work, a professional who actually cares about getting things right. <laughs> Correct. You've done something we never do here. We shoot from the hip, and we don't bother checking out. No, that's not true. Ah, yeah. No, I, don't,
0: I disagree with that. What no. did you? What have you just done then? So I just talked to a jockey manager. Yep. And he said the final fields haven't been finalised for the Melbourne Cup because there's still runners trying to get in. Um, the staying race there, the Archer tomorrow. So the field will be final. Field will be announced tomorrow afternoon or late tomorrow afternoon. Yep. So at the moment, if I owned a horse and wanted James McDonald on that horse. I would, um, James could approach me or I could approach James. And then I would have to sit down with the jockey. Most jockeys for the Melbourne cup have been booked. So they've been cemented their ride. So you would have to go to the jockey and say, mate, hate to do this to you, but, um, (laughs) you wouldn't bloody believe it, but the best jockey in the world has just um, come available and we want to use him. And that jockey will go, mate, you can't do this to me because I, I was locked in a couple of days or a couple I've of weeks. I've been with you for
2: the last 100%. 18 months on this journey, and, yeah.
0: I, and I can't get another ride now. Yep. It's like yep. it's too late. I'm not getting off this horse. Um, and they say, oh, we book Macca. So then they would say, all right, then if he doesn't want to get off that horse, they would go to the stewards and the stewards would be with the jockey. If they've got information to say, well, you would definitely book for that ride. Yeah. So then what would have to happen was then the owners would have to negotiate with that jockey. Right. And that listener wasn't right, according to my jockey's, uh, jockey manager. Mm. They could negotiate whatever deal that they wanted to, 1%, 10%, 20% because um,
1: – Or zero. If they, yeah, if zero. They said, oh, no, because no, the, 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 the steward head. said that yeah. you've been
0: booked. Ah, right. So they would right, have right, right, to have right, right. some financial reward for the jockey that's yep. been booked. So, yep. um, But they couldn't – so Mac has probably got – and Oliver, for that matter, have got until the final fields are announced tomorrow, and the jockeys are locked in. So there's still there's still a chance James McDonald and Damien Oliver could have a ride in a Melbourne Cup. And dare I say it, there's probably something going on as we speak. Probably is, oh. you reckon. They're I wouldn't you know. Can, that, I no. wouldn't no. know. But they I reckon owners. Oh, if you're an owner, wouldn't you You'd be, be scrambling? You're having you having a would. beer with your mates now? You think. Mm.
2: Should we? Yep. 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 Uh, it's the voice of Gareth Hall from SEN Track. He's going to be part of the team from tomorrow all the way through to next Saturday with one of the great carnivals of racing on the globe. Um, how fearful are you of, and there's nothing we can do about it, mm-hmm. obviously, the weather gods are going to dictate that. And we've had so much rain, the track's holding a lot of water, obviously. How fearful are you that um, the carnival's going to be, you know, significantly affected by the racing it's going to take tomorrow?
0: It's 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 tough, for everybody involved, especially the owners and the trainers, because most horses don't really like a rain-affected track. There'll mm. be a few, but not all of them. I had a chat to Liam O'Keefe the other day, yesterday, and he's a great track mm. He's the best of the business. And Flemington's the best track. Mm. Um, it drains so well, but you could hear it in his voice. All the preparation and yeah. the work and his staff and all that, all the the hard work getting up early in the morning to prepare their track to make sure it's in the best condition for this carnival. And this happens not just the track, it's the gardens uh, yeah, that, yeah, the, yeah. That, are, uh, that surround Flemington yeah. as well, the track. So it'll be a soft track, heavy track tomorrow. It hasn't stopped raining. They've probably got more rain than they expected. So it's going to be rain effective, which means when these horses gallop on it tomorrow, it can't really recover. It hasn't got time. So you're playing catch up. And even if the sun comes out, mm. um, It's not going to be at its brilliant best this week because of the weather. So you'd be probably looking for horses that can get through the ground. Now, the good ones, the champs always got through it. And there'll be some horses that don't like it, but they still find a way. Mm. And there'll be some favorites that just flop. Mm. And you think what happened is it because they didn't handle the the ground. So um, it's going to be – it's always tough for the punters, but it's going to be another big test for everybody to try and back a winner this
1: week. Hey, uh, what about um, which is – the 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 better day, uh, stakes day or Derby day, which is uh easy. Like there's no debate
0: now, and really? anyone can um, try and debate this with me. But the VRC led by Lee Jordan wanted to make sure that they had a Champions Day that would attract the best horses. They weren't happy that the Cox Plate champs weren't turning up to Flemington, Flemington mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure that they had the best of the best competing on the last day. So they moved the 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 famous McKinnon Stakes to the final day mm. to allow the Cox Plate horses to have a couple of weeks um, break after a Cox Plate. So this year you'll have the Champions Sprint where you'll have the King Nature Strip taking on the Prince Giga Kick who defeated him in the Everest <laughs> and Bella Nipotina that was so dominant in a And then you'll go to the Champions Mile. You'll have horses like Mr. Brightside backing up from the Cox Plate but dropping back in distance. Thunderstruck they're weighing up whether they go – to the champion stakes and take on Animo again or drop back to the mile. My Oberon that was so impressive Superman, on yeah. in the Crystal Mile at Mooney Valley, he goes to the champion's mile. Tuvalu that dominated the Chirac, he'll be in the champion's mile. And then you've got the champion stakes where you'll have Animo take on maybe Zaki again, maybe Thunderstruck will go there. And so you've got the best horses in the country. It does, there's no pop-up races. It's just pure... Um, tradition now, and they've changed it a little bit. But it's a dream situation, I think, for racing uh, fans. But yeah. for the VRC,
2: does it annoy you a little bit? Maybe you're too young to be annoyed by this. But is, does it slightly peeve you at all <laughs> that these time-honored races, you know, the McKinnon and the all, the Rupert, all the, that had these classic old names, the names get changed. The races do, do they become? Is does the is the McKinnon now known as the Champion Stakes? Yeah, is it? basically. I don't know. That oh, like, sort know. of annoys me a bit. I, I like yeah. the old... Maybe you could call like it the, the McKinnon old. Champion States. Yeah, but yeah. they wanted
0: to do... It's been highly successful in, in England. They have, at the end of their flat season, they have Champion's Day. And you had Bahid, the best horse in the oh, world. It's a great idea. in the Longchamp, uh, yeah. the, the Arc de Triomphe Longchamp, to, to try and win that race there in England. But you know, people, like, I think I think some of the... Most of the pop-up races haven't worked that Velandis has introduced. But Everest, the Everest has... And the, the Golden Eagle has. Yeah, and even though yeah. that it's on the same day as Derby Day, for racing fans, it doesn't get any better. Because even if you've got Frankie de to Torre racing in Sydney, you get for every 15 minutes, yeah. there's superstar gallopers competing, whether it's in Sydney or Melbourne. And you'll pack out Caulfield and Caulfield Cup Day, and you couldn't have fit too many more in to, to the Heath that day. And you'll have a packed house. In Sydney, like they've never seen before. It's good for um, race. for the Everest. They yeah. had 6,000 people awesome. at that race meeting seven years ago. Now they've got 51,000. Yeah. So yeah. it has to yeah. be good for race. That's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you can blame Julio for this. Yeah. He's going to make you stay there for another That's four right. minutes. We're going to get to the news. It's 28 to 5. Gareth Hall from SEN Track. Uh, we're going to get your best uh, from Flemington. Tomorrow, on the other side of this, Sophie Molyneux is going to join us in the next half hour as well. Nice work, Stone Cold. Uh, Gareth all in the studio. There's all in and go. He's done enough overtime uh, mm. for one day. We've got to get a couple of special – or a couple of good ones. Not No specials. We won't hold you to anything. But Derby Day tomorrow, uh, let, let's when start. When you say well, – you mean like with a bit of value? Is that what you're No, no, no. About? Winners, mate. Don't oh, worry. About value. I mean, a winner with is, value, is value is good. But mm. a winner is a winner. And the great thing about a day like this is you're going to get better than even money. Correct. Just about everything going around. So – um, there's a couple that we're going to be barracking for. We love the story of Dan, Dan O'Sullivan and Barkley. So I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of people barracking for him to get, yep. um, to get that race tomorrow. But I'll think- be one of
0: them. When I started off at Win TV all those years ago, yeah, right. I was based at Ballarat and every year like Dolphin Joe for Terry O'Sullivan would go out to stall, um, heading into a Melbourne uh. Cup and. Dan O'Sullivan was a trainer that we would interview before Ballarat Cups and I got to know him and you'd go out to Dowling Forest there and he was such a ripper bloke, especially for a young journo like me, just to help you out. And I've known him throughout the years and um, he's a trainer that's worked hard. He hasn't had the opportunities as other trainers have had. And now he's got his star, Barkley Square, and he's done nothing wrong and... For me, that's why I love racing because everybody can compete with everybody. You can compete with the Sheik or the Battler from Ballarat and you can win a race like a a VRC derby that's been going on for more than 160 years. And he's a big chance tomorrow because he'll enjoy the going – I think he'll get twenty five hundred metres, and he he gets a lovely draw, and he gets the man of the moment in a way, along with James McDonald and Craig Williams, as the jockey of the spring.
2: Graham Rogerson could hardly oh. have been more emphatic yeah. after his thing won in Sydney last week. Yeah, basically declared it uh, minutes after it crossed the line up there in Sydney. Does he look that good to you? Does, he's is very there anything? Ex- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Rogie's a character. We had him on our show today, and. Um, he was, he was bullish. He was confident. He says that he's definitely got a Melbourne Cup horse next year. Right. The only concern, he, he's handled the soft going before, but he's probably a better horse on top of the ground. But he gets J Mack. He'll stay 2,500 metres. Huey Bowman was 3-4 wide without cover and the champion's uh. stakes there last, last Saturday in Sydney. So I think he's a big chance. I think one of those two will win it. And Mr Maestro, you respect him as well, um, but he's got a tough draw to overcome.
2: What else on the card? Is there anything in particular you're drawn to tomorrow? Um, I really
0: like In Secret. I think it's a great horse. I think it's a I think it's a horse that um could be playing a part in an Everest say next year. She goes around in the cool I'm just a little sceptical about the ground with her as well. And Jack and I, I thought was her main danger and he doesn't like he doesn't like soft going or he's huh. not at his best. So that race might be wide open now. I've got a special who I'm all over all day. All right, let us hang
2: know. I Come on I'm right. keen
0: on this horse Triple missile triple um, Race Race three missile. Number eight um, For Lindsay Smith and Craig Newitt It was a bit fat first three. up Run three. out of its skin <laughs> <see> um, <laughs> It's been um, It will be fitter come tomorrow <laughs> I think it's drawn in the right part of the track, handles the soft going. Yeah, I'll have something on that
2: Galloper. Mm. Um, $4.80 at the moment, if oh, you don't mind. That's better than bank interest I, with uh, yes. interest rates and inflation doing the wrong things I at the moment. $4.80 for your dollar looks all right. I don't bet on what, the sun coming up. Right. Yes. <laughs> there might be Now, what little else little. you got? <laughs> I'm trying to look. You for missed out the... on the 180 mil last night, yeah. too, so this might be why. The
0: wakeful. I, I think this is the horse owned by Aussie and um, Johnny O'Neill, Zenzella. At dollars, Zen Zella. Zen Zella. Jay
2: McDonald. You're gonna create
1: a monster. You can get eleven dollars here, Gazy. What race, please? Race
0: um four, horse <laughs> number six.
1: Race four <laughs> horse six. <laughs> okay. So I go up to the counter and I say, <laughs> I just Yeah. No, and
0: then uh-uh. and then I've got a couple of ruffies in the Empire Rose. I'll take on this Kiwi Merleck Creek. Um she's very good, but she's at $2.20. Last Three years, I think horses under $3 have failed to run a place in the Empire Row so the mares can cause an upset. We're looking for whitish gates mm-hmm. because that seems to be the winning formula in past years. So horses like My Whisperer, She's Lickety Split, I think can run a big race. Even a horse like Pride of Jenny at a price. I was keen on a horse like Yearning for Wayne Hawks, that's the horse that... Oh yeah, yeah Barry got, of 14. Guess what? It good changes 14 It has. Yeah, it yeah. I thought it got Barry fifty. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but the, don't the, tell the, me. No,
2: someone's come out, so it's coming to yeah, four. Unbelievable. You're it's joking. probably immoral.
0: Yep. and then um, I like kissing on full cheeks, but she doesn't like the wet, and ice bath likes the wet. So I think you can back have $10 on those horses i mentioned, you'll make a
2: profit. I like backing mm. two horses in the one, right? It oh, feels mate. like you're cheating a bit.
0: You do a little bit, but someone said <sighs> to me, Gareth, well, you can listen <laughs> to me and make money, or you can be an idiot and try and be a hero
2: and lose money. <laughs> you're, you're a superstar. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming down and doing some OT with us. Love good the show. Good luck over you. the next, four day, the next yep. week with the big four days. Gareth Hall from and Track, going to be doing a super... you listen to him between 8 and 11, Monday to Friday. News just in, uh, Ireland v. Afghanistan, about. Mm. There's a heap of rain on the radar, apparently. So well, That doesn't that, bode
1: well for, the, uh, for our game so either. So
2: this group now – no, it doesn't. This group, the Australian-England game, which is next, this group is compressing. Like mm. So that first defeat that we suffered uh, at the hand of New Zealand, it doesn't quite feel as painful all of a sudden as it otherwise might have been, <laughs> particularly with England mm. being beaten mm. by Ireland the other night. And now this – this is a huge blow for the Irish – the Irish would have been looking at this game, thinking, "Well, we can beat Afghanistan. We'll be on top of the tape. We'll be mm. on top of the group at the end mm. of this game." Now, um, there's no guarantee they would have beaten Afghanistan. Of course, it would have been a competitive game. We saw what Zimbabwe did last night to Pakistan, but yes, um, they. This is a. It's a bit of a kick in the kneecap for the Irish, um, and it just squeezes this mm. pool together. Uh, and I'm sure the Australians and the English. Mm. Sure how they're gonna feel about tonight's game yeah, if it gets. Yeah, but John's got a
1: really good well, I think it's a really good question. Do you think the Lewis Duckworth system for twenty twenty is fair when you have power plays and chasing strategies? India would have lost to Pakistan if it had a rain. That's not, that seems to make a bit of sense. Well, you need to it?
2: you need, well, no no, it's all no. strategic and well it does, a good question. Yeah. But if you know there's weather around, don't leave the power plays too late. Yes. You can take it from the eleventh hour. No, it. no, no, that's mm. not. No, no. The, the, the weather can be the luck of the draw. That's what I'm clearly, but if you know there's weather around, mm. don't hold on to it. Get it out of the way. Get right. yourself ahead of the pass score. Mm. It's a, it's a reasonable question. Yep. In fact, it's a good question. But I think my answer covers it. I think it does, sort of, but it's
1: still a bit of luck. I a little bit. I think it's. I, I think what John is saying has some merit. Absolutely, well, I think it does,
2: and it's a question that is worthy of a, mm. of a thoughtful answer. Hey, you know, the other thing, Eddie, I've given him one. We're uh, going to get to a break. Sophie as Sophie Moloney joining us next. Sure. Oh.